You are listening to the Archaeology Podcast Network. The Archaeology Podcast Network is sponsored by Codify, a California benefit corporation. Visit Codify at www.codifi.com. This is John Lau at Archaeocore, and you're listening to Profiles in CRM. Welcome to Profiles in CRM, episode 64. I'm your host, Chris Webster. Profiles in CRM ask CRM professionals nine simple questions. The answers vary wildly depending on their experience and education. Because of the nature of contract archaeology and how small this field really is, some people choose not to reveal their name or the company they work for. Stay to the end of the show to hear how you can have a chance to answer these same questions. All right, I'm here on Profiles in the very noisy uh, SHA <laughs> Fort Worth, Texas um, exhibit hall. And here's the first question. What is your name and who do you work for? My name is John D. Lau, and I am an archaeologist for the Wildlife Division of Texas Parks and Wildlife Department. And what is the highest degree you've earned? I have my master's degree from University of Texas at Austin. is technically in Latin American Studies with a focus in archaeology. Nice. <laughs> and how long have you been working in CRM? I've been working in CRM since, let me... Uh, <laughs> Add up the years. <laughs> yeah, I think since May 2004, so it was at nice. 13, almost 13 years now. So. Nice. And where have you worked? Like, what states have you worked in? Uh, mostly Texas. I've done a little bit of work in Louisiana, did a fair amount of work in Oklahoma, and a three-week stint in Wyoming. That was really cool. Awesome. Awesome. What is the position that you usually have in CRM, and what is the highest position you've ever held, like field tech to... Okay, yeah, I started out as a a, a field tech, and then I worked worked my way up to crew chief and field director. Uh, I don't think I... That was... I think those were my titles, and now I think I'm technically considered to be, you know, a a PI level, but my Mm -hmm. technical title is cultural resources specialist, so... But it's an archaeologist three or two position in the state. So it's, it's pretty high up, I guess. So. I think as a side project, I'm going to collect all the terms people call the same job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think I, I just got to make mine up pretty nice. much. <laughs> nice. All right. So here's the fun questions. Mm-hmm. Um, what is the best thing that's happened to you that's related to being an archaeologist? And that can be personal or professional. Right. Well, you know, I've, I hadn't seen a whole lot of Texas while you know, I had lived here 11 years almost before I started CRM. And I didn't really know a whole lot about like the the archaeology or the history I just mostly stayed in my Austin bubble and so just getting to like get out and see like all the different parts of the state and like learn about all the various histories and just how different you know East Texas from South Texas from the Panhandle and all those places are so I, I like the challenge of that but also just like getting to go places I probably wouldn't have gone on my own and and see new things and, and avoid being in that bubble I think it's good so. right excellent what is the biggest thing that you would change that would make being a CRM archaeologist better I'm sure everybody One says thing. to pay, but, uh, you know, I just, I, I don't know, let me, I guess I, safety was always a big thing, you know, I, I, partly because of my own snake bite, but I just know, I see a lot of people kind of put in unsafe positions or, or volunteering to do those kind of things to, to show off and to be macho, and I wish people would just take more care of themselves in, in the field and, and, you know, their, and their, their co-workers. Yeah, mm-hmm. so. Okay. What is your career goal in CRM? The, the where do you see yourself in 20 years question. In 20 years. I think my elbow is going to give out first, honestly. But, you know, I, you know I, I dream of actually being retired in 20 years. I'll be 65 at that point, And I will have met my state standards, assuming I keep my state job. But I, I, what I'm doing now, and if I feel like I eventually can't do it physically, I'd hope to get into the SHPO's office as a reviewer. Mm-hmm. I want to stay in the public sector, I think. This, uh, I enjoyed my time in private sector, but it was kind of wearing me down. It just the right. workload was pretty intense, and, right. and, uh, and I, I, 
was uncomfortable with some of the clients we were working with eventually, you know, just from a personal ethical standpoint, you know, so. Okay. And final question. If you could give an undergrad thinking about a career in CRM one piece of advice, what would it be? Just one. Okay, I'm going to do two. Because <laughs> uh, first of all, definitely take GIS because if you don't know how to, if you, if you know how to use it, you can always fall back on that because you can get jobs outside of archaeology with CRM, with a, with a GIS training. And I would also say that follow your dream, but have a backup plan in terms of learn some local archaeology too, because you may not end up being a professor of Egyptology, but you can always, you know, find a decent job and have a decent career doing CRM work. Show notes for this and all episodes can be found on the Archaeology Podcast Network website at www.archaeologypodcastnetwork.com forward slash profiles. At that page, you'll also find a form that you can fill out so you can be interviewed on the show. Interviews take less than 30 minutes and you don't need any special equipment. Thanks for listening and I'll see you in the field. This show is produced by Chris Webster and Tristan Boyle and was edited by Chris Webster. This has been a presentation of the Archaeology Podcast Network. Visit us on the web for show notes and other podcasts at www.archaeologypodcastnetwork.com. Contact us at chris at archaeologypodcastnetwork.com.